I'm drowning, I'm drowning, I'm drowning, I'm drowning. Fantasy regular season filled with excitement, highs, lows, injuries, and COVID is in the books, and playoff time is here in Taco Court Fantasy Football League. Six managers competing for glory, while the other six look to avoid being the star of a glory hole. I am your host, Nate. Now, I may not be the strongest commish, but legend has it that I've been called the best looking commish. Therefore, I'll take that going forward. You can find me at Naderade530 on Twitter and our league at Taco Corp Pod. News and notes. I know I spent the entire month of November trashing the manager of Three Penis Wine, also known as Nick. However, he's a pretty stand-up guy, and I'm here to say that he's paid up his bet with a venti Americano from Starbucks this morning for the San Diego Superchargers blowing out his Cincinnati Bengals on the road. I'm still waiting on Tony to pay up, even though I have not given him my 15-ingredient order as of yet. Hopping into an injury report going into week 15, the quarterbacks... Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson has an ankle sprain that he suffered in the second quarter on a low hit and was ruled out for a return against the Browns. He was replaced by Tyler Huntley. No telling if he's going to play in week 15 or not. Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen injured his left foot late against the Buccaneers and is considered to be day-to-day, but should be fine to play in week 15. Bears quarterback Justin Fields injured his left hand and came out of the Packers game. He should be okay for the Vikings this week. Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers aggravated his toe injury against the Bears, but should keep playing. And the Washington football team quarterback Tyler Heineke with a knee was injured late against the Cowboys and did not return, being replaced by Kyle Allen. On to the running backs. Browns running back Kareem Hunt suffered a new injury to his ankle against the Ravens and did not return. He is set to miss the Raiders game on Saturday. Texans quarterback Rex Burkhead injured his groin early against the Seahawks and did not return. Chargers running back Austin Eckler injured his ankle late against the Giants and did not return. He should be able to play against the Chiefs, but will probably be limited. Jets running back Austin Walter with an illness left the Saints game early and did not return. And running back for the Bucks, Gio Bernard injured his hip and did not return against the Bills. Wide receiver, speaking of the Bills, Emmanuel Sanders injured his knee against the Buccaneers and was unable to return. He is set to miss this week's game against the Panthers. And speaking of the Panthers, wide receiver DJ Moore injured his hamstring and is considered to be day-to-day after tweaking it against the Falcons. Washington football team wide receiver Terry McLaurin got a concussion and was knocked out of the Cowboys game. And the tight ends, we have the Washington football team tight end Sammy Reyes with a concussion. He was knocked out of that same game. In addition to the traditional injuries, The entire Cleveland Browns team is on COVID reserve, it seems. The Rams are looking to beat them out to have more COVID cases this week. And the entire league is littered with COVID. I believe there is almost 100, if not over 100 players in the NFL currently on the COVID reserve list. Hopping into the scores coming out of Taco Court Fantasy Football League in week 14. 
the week many managers needed to get into the playoffs. In matchup number one, we had the Vinegar Strokes. That is me sitting at five and eight. And I went to Too Hot to Handle, six and seven. Too Hot to Handle was a 33-point favorite coming into this one. And they won by 26 points, 127 to 101, bumping them to seven and seven and me down to five and nine. I finished this season sitting in 10th place and Brandon just misses the playoffs at seventh place. Matchup number two, the Milford Academy, nine and four, went to Tony Patriot, seven and six. Tony Patriot was an eight-point favorite coming into this matchup. He needed a win to get into the playoffs and secure the last spot at the sixth seed, and he did so, winning by less than a point. In fact, it looks like it is right around half a point, 130. 0.38 to 129.84 moving tony patriot to eight and six sliding into the sixth spot in the playoffs apologies the fifth spot in the playoffs while Milf milford academy secures the third spot at nine and five matchup number three the pocket dogs seven and six at the boner jams oh three four and nine pocket dogs came into this matchup a 39 point favorite they also needed a victory to secure a playoff spot and they did so in convincing fashion 165 to 108 taking them to eight and six securing the fourth spot in this year's playoffs while boner jams 03 finishes season at four and ten and in 11th matchup number four i shaved my balls for this seven and six went to password is taco at eight and five password is taco was a 15 point favorite coming into this one and they got a victory 168 to 126 bumping trey and i shaved my balls for this out of the playoff contention taking them down to seven and seven in eighth place while password is taco secures the second seed a first round bye at nine and five. The guy just keeps on winning. Matchup number five, the Murder Boners two and 11 at three penis wine, nine and four. Three penis wine was a 56 point favorite coming into this matchup. And they won by a little bit less than 50 points, 172 to 127. Murder Boners finishes the season two and 12 in 12th place. The worst team in Taco Court Fantasy Football League in the regular season. While three penis wine moved to 10 and four, securing the first overall spot in the playoffs and a first round bye. Premier matchup of the week, two teams fighting for playoff contention. Cops Lives Matter sitting at seven and six went to the Eskimo Brothers at seven and six. Eskimo Brothers were 18 point favorite going into this matchup and the Eskimo Brothers get themselves a victory by 21 points, 111 to 90, bumping Chad to seven and seven in ninth place out of playoff contention. While the Eskimo Brothers have one hell of a comeback for a season eight and six, securing the last and final playoff spot. Looking at a playoff bracket in the championship bracket, you have the number one seed, Three Penis Wine, the number two seed, Password is Taco, the three seed, Milford Academy, four seed, Pocket Dogs, five seed, Tony Patriot, and the sixth seed being the Eskimo Brothers. While our Sacco bracket has Too Hot to Handle at the seventh seed, I shave my balls for this at eight, Cop Size Matter at nine, The Vinegar Strokes at 10, Owner Jams 03 at 11, and the Murder Boners at 12. Rants and rave section. I don't know if it's really a rant or if it's a rave or it's just really concerning. I'm terrified to get the Sacco this year. Me and Tony have gone back and forth arguing about what's the proper way to determine a Sacco and who gets punished. I like and prefer the tournament at the back end of the season. He doesn't like it. Says, nope, that's not the worst. I think that if you're better than the worst, you should be able to beat the worst at least once. But my team sucks. My team is terrible. The Christian McCaffrey injury crippled me. The Ravens running back situation this year crippled me. I had it on lock and everybody got injured. I kept filling in with the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. And it just couldn't sustain. Mike Davis giving me a good 10, 11 points a week. Fell off the cliff. 
Yeah, I had Cordero Patterson on the team, but that's not the same thing. I was banking on both of those guys. I, was, I really wasn't banking on them. It ended up happening where I could play both of them. Ended up being, I, I couldn't play both of them. It was hard to play Mike Davis. I got cute. So I, I'm going to pick up Robbie Anderson on this season. Decided to draft Tyler Boyd, like the fifth option in the Cincinnati Bengals offense. Tim Patrick, good for a couple weeks. Should have traded him. Knowing Jerry Judy was going to come back like two weeks. Should have traded him. I'm scared. I've talked so much shit on this podcast about everybody. Talked so much shit to Tony about being the Sacco twice. I've never had the Sacco. I've never had to deal with it. We booted Wayne last year because he didn't complete his Sacco punishment, a belly button piercing. I am legitimately afraid of what will happen to me if I am the Sacco this year. God forbid someone like Nick wins this year or Tony wins this year, maybe even Clint. Clint's a good friend. I haven't talked to him in a couple months, really. I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe he lays it on me too. It's terrifying. I feel betrayed. I feel like I betrayed myself a little bit by selecting Christian McCaffrey number one overall when I spoke highly of Austin Eckler all offseason, highly of the Chargers. There's no reason to have to pick a guy like Christian McCaffrey at 101. Really, you just want a guy to be a top 10 player at his position or a top five at his position if you're drafting in the first round. I believe Austin Eckler was three, and that's with everybody else healthy. Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler. I believe that was my ranking. Spoke on the first podcast with Trey about how I did not like Christian McCaffrey as a pro. Didn't think his body would last and it hasn't. And I still drafted him because I felt like I had to. Austin Eckler, the number two overall running back in PPR on the season. I'd probably be in the playoffs. I'd definitely be in the playoffs. I'll do the math on that later on. Stop getting cute with guys like Robbie Anderson. We're going to do an episode later on after the season's done on the things that we learned. Go back through the draft and find things that now yeah, in hindsight, but they shouldn't have been a hindsight thing. Just pick good guys. Worried about Cooper Cup. Guy's the number one wide receiver in fantasy. Still in the same offense. But, oh, Matt Stafford's the deep ball guy. Doesn't matter. He fit into the offense. You get that guy in the mid round. Three on. I don't know where he was drafted here, but it was not. I don't believe it was in the first three rounds, four rounds. But no, I'm going to sit here and pick a guy like, I don't even know who I picked there. Tyler Boyd, Justin Herbert, I think I picked in the fifth, something. Like, man, feel betrayed by me feel betrayed by the players on my team i feel betrayed by christian mccaffrey toxic spoken about that a lot if there's any consolation nick went to cincinnati this last weekend to watch the niners beat the brakes off of his cincinnati Bengals. bang bang niner gang that's just me projecting my hurt on everybody else in this league i'm all mixed up i'm still gonna blame everybody else for it not just me I'll blame me too. I'm in there. Talked a bunch of mad smack. Now it's about to bite me in the ass. Banger of the Week relates to that. This song came out about a month ago. I believe it was November when the album dropped or the single dropped. But I was reminded of it off an ESPN TikTok. And it was the Niners coming out of the tunnel. If you haven't paid attention, the Niners are the best dancing team in the entire NFL. They're the most hype in every tunnel. They do their own thing. It's different from everybody else. They're walking out of the tunnel. It's flashing red lights in there. It's all lit up, neon glowed. Debo Samuel leading the team out, all hype. They got a guy carrying a big ass boombox on his shoulder, playing music while everybody's dancing as they walk out. It's hype. But this song relates to everything that happened this season. It's one that you can play if you're not in the playoffs this year. When you look at your roster and how shit it is, if you want to blame all the players on your team and not you like I do, you want to look at yourself in the mirror because you were so confident that you were going to be good this year and now you're facing a Sacco punishment potentially because your team is trash now and it didn't pan out the way you thought it would pan out and the moves you made in the season didn't propel you enough to be a contender, you could sing this to yourself 
when you're scared about what could potentially happen to you should you be the last place team in your league. And you know what? Fuck it. If anybody's done you wrong, they ghosted you like Christian McCaffrey ghosted me. They treated you like shit, whatever it is. And they're going to text you, hey, I miss you. Or someone like Christian McCaffrey, Juju Smith-Schuster, going to be like, man, I really miss playing football. You could direct this song at them. Super Gremlin, Kodak Black. Pray for me. Love you. Bye.